Welcome back to Left of Lenin, a socialist news podcast. I'm your host, Alan, with my co-host, V. Hello, hello. Hope everyone's doing all right. We have a few pretty big topics here today. We've got uh, Haiti and the immigrants. That's that are, a big one. They're currently amassing on the southern border. We're trying to, uh, when I say we, not me or, or V here, this is the President Joe Biden, uh, flying them back, taking them by bus. Uh, Guantanamo Bay might be involved at some point. Well, Wait, how long have I known you and I thought that you were Joe Biden this whole time? That's uh, crazy. Well, that's my middle name. I'm not too far from Delaware. Yeah, that's true. Scranton Joe is is what they call them in these parts. Apparently everyone, by the way, who uh, in that area of Delaware has like a Joe Biden story. Really? Uh, apparently, you know, people, because he took the train like every fucking day. Well, that was his thing, right? Like right. my thing is I take the train to work. So apparently like everyone had a Joe Biden story where it's like here he was getting ice cream and, uh, you know, uh, some homeless guy reached out his hand for money and Joe Biden said, money, Mac, get a job. And he uh, licked his ice cream and said, ha, 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 as, as he walked and put his shades on. Right. Um, but that's the story that I heard. I don't. I also heard a story that Joe Biden actually, and this is true, kills homeless people. He, he murders homeless he people. He does. He actually, we're breaking this right now in our, our podcast. This, this is this is the only place you'll hear it from us. Breaking news. Fun. Joe Biden is actually accused. Everyone has a Joe Biden kills a homeless man story. Yeah. Um, including us, because we've seen it. This is actually uh, obviously satire. Don't sue us. Do not please Joe Biden, uh, you 78-year-old bastard. <laughs> you 78-year-old. <laughs> you don't listen to podcasts. Don't sue us. Obviously satire. Um, yeah, but everyone apparently has a Joe Biden story of, of uh, some random wacky. I was at the pool, and there Joe Biden was. Right. Uh, he, he looked confused and lost. Uh, I, I the like the idea of, of like you just going to the store. You're, you're trying to pick out your favorite cereal, and some guy's like, oh, let me let – me, let me sit you down and tell you a story about Joe Biden. You're at the library. You're trying to read a book. Someone does the same thing. You're walking down like the sidewalk, and then you just hear, psst, psst. You, hear you look down. There's Penny the clown in, in the sewer. He's like, hey, kid, yeah. you want me to tell you a story about Joe Biden? Everyone's, like, what the everyone's got one. <laughs> everyone's everyone got one. one. It's I, the law. I have a uh, Bam Margera story, by the way. I met Bam Margera, mm. and I uh, shook his hand. And immediately after, uh, my friend's like, yo, do you want hand sanitizer? And I was like, yes. <laughs> because if you just saw Bam Margera, he looked rough. Right. <laughs> but all right, we got to move on. Uh, so obviously we are talking about the Haiti conflict in the uh, the border of, of America and uh, Mexico right now. They're amassing. Uh, we're going to talk about Matthew McConaughey running for uh, – well, considering a run for Texas governor against – or maybe you – know, well, it will be against Beto O'Rourke. Do you think we could get through this whole podcast episode without saying his signature phrase, or is that considered, like, unholy? Uh, Beto O'Rourke's signature phrase? No, no, no. Matthew McConaughey. I don't know. He has a signature phrase. So anyway, um, of course, I, yes. I know he has a signature <laughs> he, he gave me a look like, you don't know his signature phrase. Yes, I, yeah. I'm aware. Bro, bro. Uh, all he's got to do is be like, aha, Beto O'Dork. There you he, go. He has to leave the stage. That's it. Um so yeah, that and then the third and final topic, uh, of course, my pepper some in between, will be the Iron Dome. There was a big uh, controversy in Congress. The House tried to strip uh, a couple bills full of uh, funding, about a billion dollars, away from the Iron Dome in Israel. We'll get to that as well. But why don't we start uh, with Haiti and the Haitians at the border? Right. Well, um, so I'm glad I'm not president because. I think border politics is something that I 
never really have a satisfying answer for. I, I can I, I right. can give you my answer for it. From well, a I can tell you right now, I don't want any Canadians in this country. Right, right, right. I'm sick of them. Yeah, we have Justin Bieber. That's already too many. I'm, I'm sick of hockey. I'm sick of their uh, Toronto Raptors or wherever the fuck their basketball team. I don't watch basketball that often. Much right. more of an NFL guy. There's a reason why the the NFL will never go to Canada. Right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Miserable people up there. Horribly mean. They're famously like mean people, Canadians. Are they? This is also very true. Yeah. They are. Horrible crime rate, too. Like, it's absolutely insane. Actually, I'm at the... I just crossed the threshold between not being able to tell if you're being sarcastic or not. Like, there's usually, like... Right. You, you'll inch me up to that line, and then right. you'll say one so thing in, that either in America, apparently, right one out of every 500,000 people is a serial killer. In Canada, it's one out of every 100,000. Really? So that means there's five serial kids. No, fucking around. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> no. Because uh, the meme is that they're too nice, right? The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, okay. they're way too yeah. nice. Uh, way too nice because there's so many serial killers picking off the bad people in Canada. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. That's the thing. It, what they do is they take their ice skate off their hockey shoe right. and stab somebody with it. <laughs> and they stab some – or they uh, – what is it? They take a moose antler and they, they take just a stab a moose some. antler, yeah. yeah. And, they, uh, and then they bury the body in a bunch of leaves. Right, and a bunch of leaves. <laughs> and that's, that's how they get away with it in Canada. Um, uh, after first, you know, dunking it in some syrup in order for right. it to, like, right. you and know, cover they, the smell. They celebrate with bagged milk. Bagged milk. You yeah. know about that? No. In no. Canada, they have bags of milk. Bag, like... All right, this I'm not right. fucking, fucking around with. That... Um, so you have a container that you buy. So okay. you, the container, you'll ha- you have it all the time. 24-7, you'll get this container. Sure. And you go to the store and buy a bag of milk. And you plug the bag of milk into your container. Oh, so so it's just reusable. It's apparently yeah, apparently. Hey, hey, there's probably a Canadian listening. Like, hey, listen, we don't do that. We don't do that. I'm huh? like 89. percent I'm pretty confident. 89. percent Right. Canadians have bagged milk. It's also true that 90 percent of Canadians only drink soy milk. I uh, you know what? I believe that. Yeah, I just made only that up soy. on the spot. That's how easy I, it is I to believe, do fake news. Yeah, I, right. All right. <laughs> Um, also, another thing. Yeah. Uh, they don't have cows in Canada. No. No, they have to import all their milk uh, from Iowa. Now I'm calling BS, but that's actually pretty plausible given the weather. You know. I don't. I don't I, know what cows need to survive. I, I'm, I'm assuming like, they have. I'm assuming someone has a fucking cow. In right. Canada. Right. I'm just imagining green pastures, like hot temperatures yeah, not year like, round. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure, like not in like the Yukon. Right. But someone's got a fucking <laughs> cow up there. Yeah. Someone's the got a cow tundra. up there. Right. Uh, uh, so, v, so you, you, you've studied uh, this Haiti story, right. this border story. So to preface everything, I don't have a solution. I don't have the solution. But I just right. know that whatever the U.S. is doing right now under President Biden is objectively a shit show. Um, and how I know this is that you can count on Republicans to be wrong about everything 100% of the time. So if you just – if they say something about Democrats – Take the opposite and take that as your truth, right? Sure. I say that because um, Tulsi Gabbard, the most famous closeted Republican, um, has went on air on the Tucker Carlson show um, and has also tweeted out um, fuming statements about you know what's going on, blaming President Biden and, and Kamala Harris um, for their open borders policy. That's like their go-to catchphrase, their go-to line. Right. Even though that they've been they've been deporting people at 
Oh, at just breakneck yeah, speeds, I mean, right? The the Biden administration has been deporting people like fucking insane. Right, they're going like into Haiti and just like preemptively deporting. Right, everyone. they're already just telling, like, don't you fucking bother. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And so that that's how you know. Like, I'm pretty confident that uh, our our border policy is not that humane, given that uh, Republicans think that the opposite. So, did you know that Obama was known as the deporter in chief? He was known as the deporter in chief and the drone striker in chief. And the drone striker in chief, um, right? Obama absolutely uh, deported the shit out of people, right? Because he he didn't want to seem like a pussy. That was his big thing, right? Is he didn't want to seem like he was weak. Um, that was his biggest fear because it's like the the big Republican attacking point is this guy was like you know mm. this Jimmy Carter pushover. So right. he was like he was big into drone striking and he was huge into deporting people. Right, exactly, and that that seems to be the biggest flaw of Democrats is that they constantly want to appease Republicans. They constantly want to prove Republicans wrong. It's like kids, you know, like when kids say something like, "Hey, you know, you do this," and then the other kid will go bend over backwards to specifically not do that just to prove them wrong, but right. they're just shitting themselves. Like that's exactly what what the whole you know Republican Democrat dynamic is. So I pulled up an article by the Cato Institute. A uh, quick, you know, disclaimer for everybody: the Cato Institute is a libertarian-leaning uh, organization. Right. So if, if you're outside the country, I know we have a bunch of listeners outside the country. Libertarian Party is a political party that really believes in the smallest government possible, and uh, kind of like everyone should be able be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Kind of like the Wild West. Like the Wild West to them is like the, the perfect. Solution, you know, but let govern, let companies do whatever the fuck they want. Get stop the laws, stop minimum weight, kind of like just let you know nature take fuck whoever you want, all that kind yeah, of shit. Do whatever you want <laughs> is really what the libertarian uh, uh, rule is. Right, exactly. So generally, they're considered uh, conservative on our political spectrum here, um, and so it's 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 interesting when I see an article from them that actually sort of supports uh, the idea that. Like the modern day argument against Democrats uh, being, you know, all about op- op- open borders and being, you know, like trying to funnel in all, as many immigrants as they can, uh, that being incorrect, right? So it, they actually show how, on average, Democrats r- deport way more people. We got some numbers here. I mean, we could play another numbers game. I don't know if anybody's tired of that yet. Um, um, let's uh, let's play one or two. We got some raw numbers here. All right, let's start with, uh, like, you know, relatively recent history. Okay. Uh, Give me a base. Go go, go back to uh, uh, Bush or something. Uh, Bush Sr. or... Junior. Junior, okay. George W. George W. Bush. Tell me what his number was, and then I'll start playing from there. So according to this article, uh, George W. Bush's uh, total number of removals... Now, of course, these numbers are probably up who or knows? down, so, yeah, yeah, who knows? you know, they, they can't count for sure. everyone. Uh, was two million twelve thousand five hundred and thirty nine people? Okay. Um, and the average is about two hundred and fifty one thousand removals per year. Of course, for those who aren't uh, aware, George Bush is a Republican. Okay. Um, so how many would you predict Barack Obama had done? I'm gonna double it. I'm gonna say four million. Four million. Close. It was actually three point one million. <sighs> okay. Around there, but. You know, that trend continues pretty much as far back as you want. Bill Clinton, 800K. George Bush Sr., 141K. Right. Ronald Reagan, 168K. Jimmy Carter, 105K. But it's a growing, it 
grows as you Crunch, go. Sure. You know, it goes all the way back to Benjamin Harrison. It's crazy. I didn't even know we kept track of those numbers back then. Yeah, neither did I. So, basically, the idea is that Democrats are not weak on border policy, and the fact that Republicans go around screaming that they are is really alarming because that only moves the Overton window to the right sure. and enforces tighter and tighter regulations, more in humane conditions. So what is actually happening here? Um, Biden, unsurprisingly, is um, sort of continuing Trump-era politics where he is using Title 42 as a, as a justification for doing mass deportations. No habeas corpus, no, you know... Um, right to defend yourself. He's able to deport people before they have a chance to apply for amnesty. Um, and this is done, basically Title 42 is saying, um, you know, because of special conditions, uh, such as the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic, um, other sort of, you know, health concerns. Right. Um, we don't have the time to go through all the po proper paperwork. Instead, we have to just deport, 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 because... Right, this was a Trump thing. This was a Trump era thing. It, it was a huge controversy when he did it. it. I think it was I think it was first invoked by Trump in 2019 as a sure. response to COVID. Um, you know, it's... So, Biden came in, he was sworn in, he promised at the beginning of, you know, while he was campaigning and at the beginning of his term that... He would reverse, you know, Trump era politics with regards to immigration. He'd get the kids out of cages. He'd do this right. and that. That it, overall, it'd be like night and day. But yeah, really, it's still just as bad. I, he he did say he did say to give him credit, nothing would fundamentally change. He did say nothing would fundamentally change. Nothing has. And the this immigration is, policy is exactly the same as it was. We're deporting just as much people as we were before. They're, you know, being held in just as inhumane of conditions as children they were in before. cages or. Still a thing. So you're not seeing AOC go down there and cry anymore. Right, right. <laughs> no, she's too busy going to the Met Gala. Yeah. Uh, which we talked a lot about in the last episode. If you haven't heard about that, go check it out. Um, and so, you know, it's a shit show. Uh, there have been Biden administrators uh, pushing for the idea of housing these refugees in Guantanamo Bay at this mm -hmm. point. Now, here's the thing. Again, if you're outside the country, or maybe you're just unaware, Guantanamo Bay is a base we have in Cuba. Now, we have that base in Cuba because after the Spanish-American War, uh, part of the agreement was we get to keep Guantanamo Bay forever, basically. I mean, without a few more steps than that. But the, the land is ours forever. There's nothing Cuba can do about it. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Uh, we've used – it is the closest thing to, like, legally out of outer, – the closest thing you can get to, like, legal outer space. Um, legal outer space. Yeah, like I mean, that. really, because... Yeah. Uh, so America used to uh, basically kidnap Middle Eastern people uh, that we thought, or at least someone claimed that they had some relation to Al-Qaeda or the Taliban, and we would bring them to Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay, and we would hold them, again, without habeas corpus. They never saw a trial. They never saw a judge. Um, and we, we held them there, and we tortured them, too. Like, there was a lot of torture that went on. And against I say international law, right? They, yeah, against, against the Geneva Convention. Uh, I mean, right. we, we flat out tortured these people. Um, you know, I mean, we, we would put bugs in their cell, and, and we would, you know, force them to stay awake for days at a time. Right, sleep deprivation torture. Yeah, That's I mean, a we, brutal one. Waterboarding is the most famous one. But, I mean, we, we tortured the shit out of these people. And, you know, after, like, 20 years, we just, like, let them go. Well, not all of them, but, like, a lot of them. Because it's like, well, we have nothing on them. 
Uh, and no, America. The second you bring them to America, you have to fucking put them in like trial, right? Right. Uh, but for the record, this is one thing that's a problem with the the nine eleven. Uh, the guy who who's claimed to be the uh, mastermind behind nine eleven. Uh, he was in Guantanamo. They tortured the living shit out of him for years. Uh, pretty certain he's the guy. But now when he goes on trial, you know what can you use against him? Because he's definitely been tortured. Right. So this there's this really weird thing going on with that because I mean because we just treat these people like you know shit. And for the right. record, a lot of these people are innocent. A right. lot of them are innocent. So right. Guantanamo Bay has been a very very controversial thing in the United States history. Uh, especially during the Iraq and Afghan war, Obama famously promised to close it for eight years. He never fucking did. And now we're at a point where Joe Biden's saying, well, maybe we send these Haitian immigrants to Guantanamo Bay. Right. It's, that's just ridiculous. I mean, at, at face value, I mean, it's, it's crazy. We're treating, you know, these refugees escaping terrible conditions. You got that crazy earthquake. You got the coup. You got all this political instability. Right, where their president was shot. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I believe we talked about that in episode one or so, it was or a, the pilot it was episode. Either the pilot or episode one. Yeah, the, the president of, of Haiti got assassinated. They had an earthquake right after that where like 100,000 fucking people died or something. I don't know how much it was. It was a lot of fucking people who died. It was thousands of people who died. Look, I, I'm not going to make any crazy claims here. I, you know, everybody can believe what they want, but I'm pretty sure God is just a kid playing pocket God on their iPhone, and they just specifically Ugh. go on Haiti, and they're like, fuck you in particular, I'm gonna send, like, lightning bolts yeah. down here, and... One of the <laughs> most previous episodes, we, we talk a lot about Haiti, it's in the title. Um, yeah, Haiti has never had a good uh, uh, opportunity with its history. The amount of money they had to pay back to France for their own fucking freedom... Right. was astronomical, and then America's invaded it a few times. The country's been invaded off and on. Coups off and on that we've supported and not supported. They had dictators for two generations. Just a fucking real poor mess, unfortunately. And uh, so after this earthquake, after the president got assassinated, absolute fucking chaos, a lot of Haitians said, we are going to go to the United States uh, by way of Mexico. Right? Right. So you are a lot more uh, studied up on this topic in particular. On Haiti? Well, on the, the border situation, right? Right, right, right. I only had a couple more things to say, and then, you know, we could discuss a little okay. bit about solutions. Um, again, like I said, huge shit show. Um, Biden's administration faced a ton of backlash uh, over the uh, potential for sending people to Guantanamo Bay. Right. Of course, uh, the administration was doing... Um, you know, clean up service, trying to uh, um, fix that controversy and tell everyone, reassure everyone, like, what? No, we, d we didn't mean Guantanamo Bay. The sun was in my eyes when I wrote that speech yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, all those nice, uh, the tap and dance. Um, then, of course, on Thursday, uh, Daniel Foote, uh, which is the U.S. US special envoy to Haiti, uh, resigned on Thursday. That's right. Yeah, uh, in order to protest Biden's deportations. Well, it, it's not just deportations. So they got a couple. So they deported people by bus. So they, they got them on the bus, and then they would just uh, take them way back deep into Mexico. One of the buses, the Haitians fought back and overpowered the bus and escaped. Uh, some of them, they, they took them on a plane and took them right back to Haiti and just dropped them off. Some of these people have no fucking where to go anymore. They're going to be homeless in Haiti. Um, so you have all those deportations going on. And then you also have uh, Texas border agents coming in on horseback 
and just beating the shit out of Haitians that are leaving, like, the pack. Right. So, I mean, those photos came out of just American cowboys beating the shit out of these poor people by a river just trying to, like, clean themselves or, or their clothes. Right. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Where, and, um... uh, But don't worry. Uh, the White House announced recently that they will ban horses. They'll ban that was their that was their response yes. to this. Horses are no longer going to be allowed. Incredible. You Wait. still beat the shit out of them, but you, you cannot can... use a horse because that's bad imagery. Right. So I love the people online who are who are defending this this whole thing, saying like you know doing the uh, um actually sort of technique where they're right. like uh you know actually these weren't whips they were using. Well, it's like yeah, but they were using them like whips. Like right. come on, like. It, it's it's the outcome that matters. So, it's a shit show. That's about all I got for you. If you, if there are any other details that you'd like to fill in, well, they're they're just they're forming an encampment. There's still probably like five thousand people left. Uh, right. By the encampment, they're doing the best they can. They don't have much running water. They don't have bathrooms. Um, it's just an absolute mess. And you know, Joe Biden doesn't know what to do with it because if you let them in, you look like shit. If you uh, if you throw them away, you look like shit. Right. Uh, and there's also the problem of the Afghanistan refugees who were, we've been taking in. Hmm. So they've been coming in from Afghanistan after we left a lot of our, our former uh, allies in that region. Uh, and now, we, I mean, you know, I've seen news stories already of them in you know this area, but all over the country they've been coming. So you've already brought in a bunch of refugees. Right. Now you're going to bring in the Haitian refugees, and you, it's unfortunately you just look like shit if you bring both of them at the same time politically. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the correct thing to do is just to bring them the fuck in, right? I mean, right. There's no reason we can't, you know, uh, uh, the amount of we're talking trillions and trillions of dollars right now in the Senate and House. There's no reason we can't uh, uh, put a couple billion aside for these people. Yeah, so that's that's like the telling thing here is that this isn't a new issue. Yeah, we we just we've don't want to do anything. No, we've been dealing with immigration issues for decades, and it's not going to stop. Anytime that you know a hurricane comes by and blows something up, like you're gonna get a wave of immigrants coming in. I mean, know, not even every year no... is the hottest year on record. We're exactly. going to get climate refugees very soon. That's what they were saying. Like parts, big parts of Africa and the Middle East are going to become literally uninhabitable. Uh, uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. You got it. By human life, <laughs> where uh, you know you get those special conditions. I don't know if you've heard about this, where the um, when the humidity reaches like eighty percent, uh, the human body's like actual sweat mechanisms are unable to keep the body cool. They fail. Right. They completely shut down. And you can literally just die of heat exhaustion. Yeah, I mean, and that's like, going to be South America, too, and Central America. We are going to see people flood into this country, and instead of doing something about it now, building infrastructure for it now, right? we're trying to, like, throw them out. And i got to tell you, at a certain point, it's not going to be 5,000 Haitian immigrants. It's going to be, you know, 50,000... Minimum. Uh, yeah, 50,000... Honduras, Nicaraguans, uh, uh, Guatemalans. Right. Uh, it's going to be, you know, thousands of of Brazilians. Even I mean, we're talking like we're talking Brazilians and Brazilians of people. <laughs> right. uh, over fifteen Brazilian people are going to be coming up here. <laughs> um, I mean, really. I mean, it, it could be an absolute shit show with Central and South America with this heat. Right. They'll they'll come up here. Look, um, and if you want to play the politics game, you could you could disguise this whole thing as a jobs program. Think about all the jobs you could make by, um, you know, uh, hiring hiring 
companies to build the infrastructure for this stuff, the buildings that you're going to house people right. in, hiring people to clean the stuff, hiring people to make them food, hiring people to do right. so the, the many money we put into tasks. this, we yeah. get back. We would get this back. And then, you know, as as you know, they go through the proper channels, they get their paperwork done, they get some schooling, they start contributing to the economy themselves. Obviously, they're not going to take you know, your job, my job. Right. We're talking about this horrible work shortage all over the country where, you know, poor, poor restaurant owners, they can't find someone who wants to work for a dollar an hour and get spit at right. it's, by, it's like, kind of, the local couple after church. The right wants to have their cake and eat it too, where they don't want the immigrants to come in, but they also want us to get back to work because they believe in the right of Americans to work for nothing. Right. You know. The business owner should be allowed to treat you like absolute dog shit. We should treat our own free. like dog shit, not the right. other people like dog shit, you know? Um, but it's true. It's 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 not new. It's going to keep happening. It's going to keep getting worse. And I don't think I've ever seen an administration actually take a stance and say, look, let's plan for the future. Let's let's invest in this so much where we can no, not like, in our handle like increases of like – you know, right. with, with the death of the New Deal Democrats, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking before Jimmy Carter. We're talking, we're, we're going back to, I mean, Johnson. Solidarity you know. forever. I mean, you're talking, yeah, <laughs> like we're, you're going back to the New Deal in general. Right. Um, by the way, the uh, I talked to an NFL guy earlier. This is mm-hmm. a Philadelphia podcast. Do you know the Philadelphia Eagles are named after the uh, the Eagle symbol from the New Deal? No, no, I had yeah, no idea. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where we because we came about the Eagles came about in the 30s. Incredible. So that's where our team name comes from. Side topic, but um, right. I mean, yeah, the New Deal was the idea that we're going to look to the future of the country and try to uh, recreate the uh, labor's uh, relationship with capital hmm. and and put it on an equal footing. Right. Uh, and it's not until you know Nixon weakens it and then Reagan puts a bullet in its fucking head. And well, right. to be fair, we always shit on Reagan. Like he did so much against it. It's really Bill Clinton who, yeah, who Bill really Clinton. finally put the last dirt on top of the coffin. Um, but really with the death of the new deal, uh, you know, my entire lifetime, I'm almost 30, you know, round up, uh, has been this Bill Clinton esque Democrat of, Right, you know, you are New Deal or not New Deal Democrats. The uh, third way, third way right? Democrats, right? Th- this centrist, uh, the whole idea of third way is you're not a communist or or capitalist. You're you're third way of of a of a you know democratic system, and basically third way basically means that you are fiscally very right wing but socially left wing. You're neo you're a neoliberal. Neoliberal, you right? Know, you're just neoliberal. Um, We'll let you. Uh, we'll let gays marry, but you know, we'll also. But we'll work them to death. Yeah, we'll work them. You know, you we'll, know. we'll make all the money off the, off the wedding and, and make sure that, you know, uh, mm. we we don't lose any money from this whole process. Right. It's it's kind of interesting. Cause it's it's basically uh, to sum it up. It's like, hey, why do we just why do we limit our exploitation to white men? Why don't we just exploit everyone? Right. Well, exactly. <laughs> it, it's you know, let's let's have women in the workplace. And fight for women in the workplace, but not because you know women deserve what to do whatever the fuck they want. It's just better that we can hire women and pay them less money. Right. Pay them eighty cents on the dollar for a, a male worker. You know. Right. Uh, you know, let's say Black Lives Matter and and Black Lives are so important to us, but then donate all our money to like Southern Republicans who are trying to take their votes away. Right. 
Right. Because, again, it's all performative. Uh, this new neoliberal future that we all live in, you know? Mm. Um, Trade deals. Um, yeah. You know, uh, selling, you know, our companies taking all our jobs offshore, uh, selling it to the people who will work for the least. And we have, we have 5,000 Haitian immigrants right now who could come right into this country. Uh, we could start giving them work. They could start contributing to society, contribute to taxes. We'd be helping them out. They'd be helping us out. Of course, we should be paying them a at least a minimum wage. First of all, the minimum wage should obviously be $15 an hour. That's a whole different thing. But, we, of course, we should be paying them and, and housing them. Like, there, there's a deal that right. could be made. And, uh, you know, we'd just rather not. Um, moving on from Haiti and the Haitians, I'd like to talk about uh, now you're coming into my zone. Right. Things I really care about. Right. Uh, of course, I care about the, the immigrants. I'm saying things that I've been looking up. Right. Um, Texas. We know Beto O'Rourke was your favorite Democrat to win 2020. Devastated. Devastated, right? Um, I remember Beto O'Rourke had this thing where, first of all, his name's Robert, hmm. um, but apparently he can speak Spanish, so people called him Beto growing up. Beto, right. I, I don't, I guess that's a, a nickname for Robert. I don't hmm. know. But they called him Beto O'Rourke. So anyway, that's how he got that nickname. But um, I remember during the 2020 primary, he had this thing where there was a shooting in El Paso, Texas, which was his right. district, and it was it was horrible. It was, it was like a bad one. It right? was like 20. So, I mean, it, it sucks that bad one now is like 20 plus people. Right. Um. Yeah, it was really bad. It was it was obviously racist. He wrote a manifesto. He drove across the state hours. Went into this Walmart where he knew a bunch of Mexicans would be, and that well, first when I say Mexicans, I mean people of Mexican descent, right? So Latinx, Latin, yeah. So or these are people whatever. who, you know, the, the reason why Texas has a lot of Hispanics in, in the area, especially people from from Mexican, uh, a few reasons. One, obviously Mexico's right across the the street, basically, right? But really, what people don't uh, think about is Texas used to be a part of Mexico, right? Texas mm-hmm. used to be Mexico, and then it broke away. So, I mean, there are people of Mexican descent in Texas who've lived there forever. Um, right. But, you know, they, generations and generations. Yeah, generations. Yeah. They just have brown skin because obviously they're Mexican. Right. I mean, from their from their you know parents and parents and generations ago. Um, that's all I, I'm trying to say. So, you know, this guy goes in, shoots up El Paso. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is there was a line where. You know, he, he has to fly down, and he, he's, he's talking to everybody, and he's shook up because he's talking to people who are like, I lost my daughter, and I lost blah, blah, blah. And, you know, one of the reporters goes up to him, and it's the best moment of his whole campaign, and they go like, you know, hey, do you think Donald Trump's, like, rhetoric here against, like, Mexicans has something to do with this? And he said something, paraphrasing, something along the lines of, like, you know, you're listening to what he's saying – and, you know, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And, like, he, he right. dropped the F-bomb. Right. And it was, like, this real great human moment. Because you could tell, like, he didn't plan on saying it. Right. He's like, you know, basically, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with the media. Like, mm. like why are you asking the question? You know the answer. Right. And he, he, he had a huge pull bump. But then after that, he just kept dropping the F-bomb. Mm. He said fuck then like he multiple, realized because yeah. he was like, yeah, like I'm the fuck guy. Yeah, I'm you the know? fuck guy. I'm the fuck guy. So Better O'Rourke was like, hey, Elizabeth Warren, fuck you. Fuck you. you know? And it is like <laughs> God, remember that whole thing? Elizabeth Warren was actually like pretty good until she decided to pull a Hillary Clinton. Snake. Anyway. Exactly. Um, so that's the whole Better O'Rourke thing. So anyway, Better O'Rourke, uh, 
famous loser, right? Uh, there's something about Better Work that people like him a lot, but he always lo- he always fucking loses. Right. So he was a state representative in Texas. Um, he uh, runs for president. He runs for senator and almost beats Ted Cruz. He he comes within like two or three points of Ted Cruz. Meh, I'm Ted Cruz. Meh. Exactly. Family values. Meh. Uh, comes two three points away from Ted Cruz. Uh, launches him to stardom. He then runs for president right after that. So he's already lost the Senate race. He's lost the, the presidential race. Uh, there's there's a documentary about his run for Senate. There's a documentary or an article or two about his run for president. And you can just tell this guy, he's running because he enjoys it. Yeah. And it there's no – I get the sense that, like, you know, you can listen to what he says. He's just like, I love this. Right. I love being in a race, right. and I can't help myself. Um, and I don't know if that's the best reason to run for anything. It's just because I enjoy running. Right. Uh, but he is apparently running for governor. Mm. So there's a there. I think it's Greg Apkit or Apcott or something or mm. Prescott. I don't fucking know. Dak Prescott's their quarterback for Cowboys. There we go. See, I keep there talking. <laughs> Bring it all back. Bring it all back. I right? think the the quarterback for the Cowboys should be the governor by law. That's just by me. <laughs> I'm not the guy who, who decides that. Um, so their governor is obviously a far right winger. Doesn't believe COVID is a real problem. Of course uh, not. Doesn't allow uh, mask mandates, et cetera, et cetera. Doesn't push for COVID uh, uh, vaccinations. So Better Work is going to challenge him. Um, now, obviously, Texas is a famously right wing state. Um, it is Republican. It has been trending leftward as years go on by like two points. Right. We, we probably have another eight years before Texas flips blue mm. uh, if they don't gerrymander it and cheat it, right. uh, which they will because oh. there will never be another Republican president without Texas. Why am I talking about all this? Why am I going into the details that like, you have this Republican governor and better work running? Because this is – here's a rumor that is picking up steam yet again. Right. Um, Matthew McConaughey mm. has been making several, several phone calls mm. to a lot of top donors and a lot of political movers mm. in order to run for governor of Texas. Uh, he wants to pull a governator on us. He does, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Canada. Right. Uh, Ronald Reagan, famous actor, uh, mm-hmm. started a movie with a monkey. Um, yes, he that's did. true. Um, so it's not like the first time, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Al Franken was a comedian from S- uh, SNL, Saturday Night Live. Mm. So it wouldn't be the first time we hired a star, um, a famous person. Um, so Matthew McConaughey, famously centrist. Okay. Um, he does not talk about his political leanings. All he does is like, you look at the left, the crazy left, you look at the right, the crazy right. Right. What's what going those? on? Right. Like that's kind yeah. of thing. So the problem is, a he'd have to pick pick a political party, mm. right? Which he's never done. He's never done it before. No. So he's he's not publicly out as anything. So if currently. you choose Democrat, right, you have to run against Better O'Rourke, who has experience, yeah. who's going to have money in the bank, who he, he's going to do all right. He mm. he is a star in Texas. Mm. If you run as a Republican, you have to run against the fucking incumbent governor. Right. To become the nominee. So you have to knock off the governor. Right. You know, for the nomination. It's of... a lose-lose for him, honestly. Well, it's hard. It's not yeah. saying that he can't do it. Right. Um, it would not be the first time they picked a star. 
So he's got a pick. Well, he, he can't act, mm. right? I'm just saying that in general. He can't act. He's a bad actor. Yeah. <laughs> but he he can't act during this time. And you know, if you choose Republican, you're basically like Tim Allen, Tim Allening yourself, right? right? Where you're a famous star who no one wants to talk to in Hollywood, right? Because you're a fucking Republican, right? right. And I, I say we should shun more Republicans, but that's just me. Yeah. So he's in a shitty situation, but this guy keeps making the fucking phone calls. Mm. Interesting. I wonder if the rumors dropped because that was his quote-unquote campaign's way of like testing the water, seeing yeah, how, uh, nothing, how people are receptive to Nothing leaks good. without no. uh, someone wanting it to leak. Right. So yeah. like Beto O'Rourke has not officially announced that he's running for governor yet. Mm. But that's gotten out there because his campaign wants people to be primed and aware that this dude's running for governor. Right. Um, so you can guarantee you that Matthew McConaughey has people hired looking into this for him. Right. Um, it, but it's not easy running for a campaign. Right. You know, he's going to do the Michael no. Bloomberg thing where I'm going to basically hire people like a turnkey product, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's in the box. I'm going to hire a company mm. to run a campaign for me. Right. That could run anyone's campaign. This is a plug-and-play campaign. Plug-and-play, um, yeah. Everything's templates. Exactly. You know, you know templated. Everything's a formula. Right. You know, I want the mathematical billion-dollar poll. What do I have to say yeah. to get the most number of people to vote for me? What party should I run for? So Matthew McConaughey has a choice to make. Mm. Um, I think if this dude runs, mm. I think if he runs as a Republican, his odds are better. Right. I'm just in general, like uh, uh, being a Republican in Texas, the odds of you winning are very high. Mm -hmm. It just is. You're, you know, uh, it's, it's a very Republican state. Right. If you run as a Democrat, your odds are less. But I think Beto O'Rourke is actually harder to knock off mm. that because it comes down to I'm a voter. Mm. Right. Beto has done shit for me in the sense of he's actually tried to organize and win a state. Mm. I don't fucking. Who's Matthew McConaughey? I've he's the guy around. from the movies. That's, guy that's from all the movies. I know. He, he's right. the Lincoln lawyer. The Lincoln lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in he's in uh, Interstellar. Right. I don't know too many of his movies to be honest. He's I in just know uh, a couple of quotes. what's that movie where he's a douchebag? Who? Oh yeah, that's all of them. All of them. anyway. So <laughs> so yeah, Texas is is hey, something he's perfect for government. What can I say? <laughs> well, that's the thing is I think being an actor is like the best fucking job to be mm. a politician. I just mean, a, act a, like a senator. Yeah, a good a good portion of being a politician is just acting. They lie anyway. But it might as well make it convincing, you know? Right. Um, so Texas yeah. is 100% a place you should keep your eye on. I, I, mean, I guess, you know, not that I care because right. Beto is like, you know, pretty centrist himself. He's definitely not the <laughs> the uh, the spitting image of Marx himself. Um, but I guess no. I... Back know, Joe Biden to help him win Texas during uh, Super Tuesday. Yeah. He... he Seemed kind of cool during when he, like when he ran for the prime in, in the primaries and right. at the very least he's not that crazy Republican governor that they currently have. I remember they, anti -mask they asked and... uh, Bernie when Beto started to run because mm. he had this huge boost in poll numbers. Beto, Beto, did? Beto. yeah, yeah. As oh. soon as he joined, he had this huge boost in poll numbers. Wow, millions and millions of dollars donated to him. And they asked Bernie like, "How do you feel about Beto?" And he's like, "Oh, the more the merrier." The but the, the way he said it was like, this fucking guy is going to be out of the race in a week. In a week, yeah. And yeah, he wasn't, it was like a few, like, this way he said it. He's like, oh yeah, the more the merrier. Whatever. Yeah. Like, like, dude, you're, you're going to fucking flounder. 
I can't believe I'm going to drop this name here on our podcast just because I don't want to give him even like my attention, the the attention of our audience. But do you remember John Delaney? He was just like the I, most I was nobody. Huge Delaniac. D- you kidding me? Yeah, no, I'm just I was a big Delaniac. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe it. I would troll him on Twitter all the time. Did you really? He was just the... Oh, my Did God. Did he, he buy into it? Like, No, no. I wasn't big enough. All right, enough. so he never responded. He never responded. All right. I thought, like, you were like, I got... Uh, did you hear that Donald Trump has Ligma? Oh, oh yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Just for our audience, what's Ligma? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a disease. He won't. He, he won't say my it. My grandfather passed away from Ligma. Ligma. Oh, it's like the lima bean disease or whatever. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Your toes turn to lima beans. It's, it's, don't, it's a very serious disease, B. Don't make, please don't make fun of it. Oh, I'm sorry. My grandfather did die of, of ligma. I have I've engaged. I've done a, an ableism right now. Um, yeah, so. Oh, shit. My friend just texted me. Do you know, uh, did you know uh, Papa John OD'd? Oh, no. You're kidding me. You're doing the thing. Yeah, I'm kidding. Man. You're I, doing the thing. All right, everybody on this podcast ought to know that if you ever make a claim of someone's death, unless I'm supporting it and backing it up, it probably didn't happen. Did you hear about uh... – no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> Earlier I sent my friends a fake link. So I, I just took a CNN link and altered it to say Betty White dead at age like 89. Right. And I sent them the link, and I'm like, yo, I can't believe it, dude. She was such like a, like a rock star. Hmm. And uh, you know they click the link, and it's a dead link. It doesn't go anywhere on CNN. Yeah. But just by looking at like the link, they go, "I can't believe Betty White's dead." Yeah. And for just two seconds, I like to think I make people uh, appreciate Betty White when I say right. that because they go, "Oh, they've lived in a world without Betty White for just a few moments. How do right. you feel?" Right. Now she's returned to you. I'm I'm taking and giving her back to you. Yeah. Actually, I felt the same way when you tried to tell sell me on the idea that. Um, Oh, what's, who's the guy from Fast and Furious? I told you Vin Diesel died. Vin Diesel. When you said Vin Diesel died, I, I shed a tear inside. Yeah, no, I, I, I played it up, too. I was, like, devastated. I came into the room like, I. Right. did you hear uh, Vin Actually, Diesel died? I probably would have felt even worse if you if you had said, like, Bruce Willis. That would have been mm. – he, he's, like, the quintessential bald, tough guy. Right. So it's he, Jason Statham, too. Yeah. They're, they're all clones of each other, and yeah. they all collectively hold a monopoly on being tough. So, so let me ask a question. If uh, – if you had to pick one famous actor or actress to run for office, let's say, uh, let's say, all right, let's just go president. Okay. So first off, they have to be born in, in the United States, obviously. Like that's mm. part of the rule. You got to be. Okay. You have to be over the age of thirty-five. Sure. Sure. So there's the only two, and they got to be alive. Can, and they have to be alive. Don't pick a dead person. Okay. So who would you who would you pick to run for president? Um, am I basing this off of? Political alignment or just sheer cheese? You, you think they'd win? I think they'd win. You think you think they have a good shot? Wow, that's that's tough. Um, the one I, answer I everyone like has Mark is Mark Ruffalo. Not only because yeah, he I gotta is tell a you, Mark Ruffalo is a great fucking answer. But I think he he's very charismatic. People love him. He'll always be known as the Hulk from now in, in perpetuity. It doesn't matter if they replace him as the Hulk in a future Marvel movie. 100 years after he's dead. I would 100% vote for Mark fucking Ruffalo. I would, I would vote for it Mark fucking It seems like a multi-millionaire. Right? He's, yeah. he's no friend of mine, but at the no. same time, it's like Mark Ruffalo, he's known as a socialist. Yeah, I mean, he's he's something like a uh, class trader or whatever. Uh, 
I don't, as far as words count, I don't know. That's I haven't studied on him. Pick. He he probably does some activism right. and stuff. The, the famous gonna... answer is The Rock. The Rock's been talking mm. about it. The Rock has been talking about running for president for a little bit now. Mm. Uh, just kind of saying, like, oh, well, you know, if, if people want it, they'll let me know. I'll mm. look into it, blah, 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 shit. That motherfucker's looking into running for president. The Rock is one of those actors. Born, born in American Samoa, so I believe. Yeah. I think American Samoa. So I think he, he can run for president. It's a territory. Yeah. He's an American citizen. He's one of those infectious people. Like he has that charisma that everybody likes, and right. there's nothing you can't point at anything and be like, "Oh, this is the scandal you engaged in," or "This is right. why you're terrible." It's obviously he's terrible for all the same reasons that any other rich person is, but <laughs> nothing specifically could point to and be like, "Oh, oh, you know, he's secretly homophobic or right. whatever." Like he's just a, everybody's pal. I think that's there a solid was a, pick. a big rumor. There's two big rumors. Uh, one that uh, Mark Zuckerberg was mm. last election mm. uh, running up to it was considering a run. No way. And then Facebook Analytica and all this shit came out. Yeah. And apparently that shit died, but apparently he was looking into it. Right. And the other one, famously, it was the uh, the Starbucks CEO who was yeah. talking about joining the race, mm. um, like like Mike Bloomberg did uh, mm. to stop like the socialist left wing. They were going to hop mm. into the race. Mm. And uh, he he wanted to hop in as either a Democrat or as an independent. Mm. What's his name? Is it Schultz? That sounds familiar. I say his name's Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz. Sounds I don't know familiar. why I want to say that. It sounds like a. I could do a quick fact check. If yeah, you quick want. fact check. We're doing this live, people. We're doing this live. Ooh, Howard Schultz. All right. Let's see. CEO of Starbucks. I'd rather you just Google Howard Schultz than the CEO of Starbucks. Oh, Kevin Johnson's the CEO of Starbucks. Who's Howard Schultz? Who is Howard Schultz? Howard Schultz, if you are watching currently, we are so sorry. Unless you're a piece of shit, then I'm not sorry. Um, oh, he's an American businessman. No, he's a piece of shit. We don't care. All right, but tell me, like, what is he <laughs> a businessman for? So uh, he's a businessman and author. He serves as the chairman and chief executive officer of Starbucks. Yeah, you're right. Oh! oh! All right. All right. That's cool. Uh, let's see. He it says um, from uh, 1986 to 2000, and then from 2008 to 2017. Uh, he also owned the Seattle SuperSonics basketball team from 2001 to 2006. Now I'm sort of like you. I I don't really follow basketball too right. much, but presumably well, I've that's never cool. heard of them. So that does not that means they're not good. He's got a net worth of 4.8 billion, which means he works that much harder than both of us combined. Right. He earns his money. He does how much? Four point eight billion. He's on four point eight billion dollars worth of labor. Exactly. He he himself has labored for that money. Right. He makes the coffees. He makes the macchiatos. The the uh, pumpkin spice lattes. Every I figured out. October. I think I would go with Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. You know what? Danny DeVito makes a serious. Whoa. Makes a serious run. He, no jokes. He's not laughing. He's not going as a comedian. Yes. I'm Danny DeVito, and I want your fucking vote. He, yeah, he has closely associated himself with Bernie Sanders. He's helped him in both of his campaigns. Right. Um, another one of those good guys, lovable. Right. Everybody loves him. Um, honestly, I, I honestly couldn't possibly come up with an argument against him. I like Mark Ruffalo too. Well, he's Mark, old. He is old, but so you know, Mark so Ruffalo's is Bernie Sanders. Young. So is Joe Biden. Sure. So is Donald yeah, we're, Trump. We're being led by Nancy Pelosi. Um, Everyone in their fucking 70s. Oh, man. Um, Diane Feinstein is, I think, currently the oldest person oh, in Congress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, isn't she like 100 at this point? Like, 
Uh, I don't know. She she still cries when you bring up the War of eighteen twelve. <laughs> yeah, the war. So <laughs> she still remembers what it was like to uh, be in a war and right. need to get amputated without anesthesia. Hey, Diane, we all remember the Mexican American War. We all lost people in the War of eighteen twelve. <laughs> yeah, come on. We all remember the Alamo, Diane. All right, look, it's time to move on. Yeah, um, the, the Spanish Inquisition didn't happen yeah, yesterday. Yeah, you got to get over it. Um, um, the Green Mountain Boys. We all we all lost friends. <laughs> Yeah, so revolutionary war thing for you. There you go. Yeah, We're, which I would love, you know, to ha- give you the platform and just listen to like thirty minutes of you go on about revolutionary war. I, I really civil think war stuff for American history. The Revolutionary War is a quarter of as interesting as the Civil War. Hmm. But it's like, yeah, I'll talk about the Revolutionary War. Yeah, it's not the Civil War, right? But like the Revolution, yeah, it's the Revolutionary War, right? Anywho. So there, there, there's everything you need to know about Texas. Um, do you want to move on to Iron Dome? Right. So you're going to have to fill me in on this one. Right okay. now, just by the name of it, I'm thinking like a, you know, like a Death Star sort of thing. Weapon okay. of mass destruction floating in the air. It's, okay. it's circular. It's metallic. It's what, what is this Iron All Dome? All right. Now I'm going to add the word Israel. So now what are you picturing? Ooh. Iron Dome in Israel. Now what are you thinking of? <sighs> Iron Dome in Israel. I'm thinking about, are they putting up like a wall or something? Some sort of like defensive perimeter You're around? You're picturing what... a giant iron dome on top of... Yeah, pretty much. Like the Simpsons movie, when Springfield has the big dome on it? Yeah. Okay. Iron Dome. So Iron Dome is a Israeli missile defense system. Mm. So how it works is if a rocket, a rocket is very different than a missile as far as I'm told. Right. Uh, missile implies... Missiles implying that there is some uh, uh, intelligence put into it. A rocket is like anything that you can make in your back fucking yard. Right. That's you, how it was explained to me. You have to aim the rocket, but the missile aims itself. Here comes the Israeli Defense Force that uh, is going to shoot me in my bed because I, I spoke ill. Uh, but basically, the Iron Dome is this rocket system that intercepts anything shot into uh, Israel. You know, I had a theory that we are Israel. Because the U.S. government allows us to talk more trash about it than we can about Israel. It's like Israel is like the bigger power in America. Right. Even though the entirety of the U.N., again, has huge issues with Israel and how they're treating the Palestinian people. Um, right. It is, we still defend the living shit out of Israel. Like, you can't even, like, this is, this is like, like, we're about to get swatted, like, for even yeah, saying no, like this. Yeah, like, I'm actually looking out the window right now at that van. <laughs> at that, yeah, it's, it says... It? There it is. Yeah, there's like a dog and a and a guy that looks like he's high. They're talking to each other, and a mass. Not man. that van. You're, uh, oh, you're, you're so, looking sorry. at the mystery. I'm talking the van behind it. Oh, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it says uh, flowers on it. Very generic term. I think it's the FBI van. There's a satellite dish on it. Probably it's Direct spinning. TV. Yeah. It's spinning very fast. Yeah. And it's concerning to me. Right. <laughs> um. Now they're they're speeding away. They're speeding away. That's why we're the United States of Israel. We so anyway, we can't talk um, about it. I'm not going to go and do uh, uh, all of Israeli-Palestinian history. Palestinians were located at one point in this area. Israelis say that they were there way before that. But anyway, you know, a bunch of Israelis got mm-hmm. dumped by Britain onto this land. They make a country. Palestinians already live there. At this point, Palestinians are a third-class citizen in mm. Israel. Um, they are basically in open-air prisons, the Gaza Strip, the uh, West Bank. They are treated like absolute shit. Um, they 
are discriminated against like crazy. They're thrown out of their homes so people can move into them. It, it's just a complete fucking clusterfuck that the UN has multiple times said that's a bad idea. Uh, occasionally, they go to big air quotes war with the Palestinians, which mm. basically means this military that America gives billions and billions of dollars to uh, kills a bunch of people who are making shit in a pickup truck. So, war of territorial expansion, essentially. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like, you know, a, a, a gang versus a modern military. Mm. So, big controversy in, in the House of Representatives where the progressives pulled a billion dollars away from Iron Dome mm. because why the fuck can't Israel just pay for Iron Dome themselves? They're right. an incredibly rich country. Yeah. Um, there's no reason they can't defend themselves. Why are we giving them this money? Mm. They're literally not even giving Israeli, I mean, uh, Palestinians, like, drinking water, like, proper drinking water. It's horrible, right? Yeah. Uh, the police are allowed to go in. They're allowed to set up checkpoints. They're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want in, in these zones. So if you're going to treat your, your citizens like shit, all right, well, fuck it. Why are we giving you all this money? Mm. Um, huge scandal. Republicans right. up in arms. A lot of Democrats up in arms. The Israeli lobby is huge in D.C. The amount of money that goes into these people's pockets. Right. Um, Didn't the last prime minister of Israel have to resign because of some scandal, some corruption was so the last, uh, uncovered? Uh, the last... Uh, Bibi Netanyahu was the last yeah. uh, prime minister of Israel. He survived for an incredibly long time as prime mm. minister through every single controversy he possibly could. Mm. And in the end, so they have a parliamentary system. So all you need is mm. uh, one more vote in parliament. So the people don't vote for their uh, prime minister in Israel. Right. You vote for seats in parliament, and then parliament decides who the prime minister is. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you want your prime minister, you better vote your party in. So I see. he had like 49.9% of parliament and the other 50.1% teamed up against him and said, listen, mm. the only thing we agree upon is like, fuck, you know, Bibi Netanyahu. Right. And, and they kicked him out basically. Um, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. The whole, the whole point is there's no reason why they can't fund it themselves. But by mm. saying that it was this massive, massive controversy, mm. Uh, that Republicans and a lot of Democrats were furious at the progressive wing for simply implying right. that maybe they pay for it themselves. Right. You know, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, the word apartheid gets used a lot with Israel, mm. um, especially with the left. Uh, that you know, obviously trying to bring up a, a, an image of apartheid South, South Africa, Africa. Um, where Africans were treated as second-class citizens on their own territory, where they were they're generationally been there for you know. Right. Way longer than the white settlers. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the same. It, it's it's what people are calling Israel. Um, you know, whether or not you want to use the apartheid word is, is neither here nor there. Right. I would certainly lean towards that, but... Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, people argue back and forth. I don't think a, what a lot of things they do is defensible. Um, and the, this idea but of, it, like... It's crazy where, like, that's such a big controversial statement in the United States... Well, even the whole idea of, like, BDS being controversial, where it's like, that's the peaceful option. Like, what are you saying? I can't... We can't go to war with them. Right. We can't attack them. Well, we could just boycott, divest, and sanction right. them. Like, like you that's go the into, peaceful... You go into, like, Twitter, and, like, so you should never go into Twitter. Don't go but to Twitter. If you do go into Twitter, it's like, they were like, hey, so we're going to pull money from Iron Dome. Mm. And all these people were like... 
you know, Iron Dome is really protecting the Palestinians mm. because if it ever came down to it, we just genocide the Palestinians. Like they're being, they're basically flat out saying like we should nuke Palestine. And it's like, well, you know, obviously wow. you can't do that because it's yeah right next to you. Right. But I mean, like these people are, are fucking rabid. Where it's like, how dare they pull money from Iron Dome? We we should you know absolutely murder all the Palestinians before they can murder us. It's like fucking horrible. It's I don't know how much of this is. There, there's a lot of motivations there. One is obviously that having Israel as a strong ally gives us a nice foothold into the Middle East as a country. So it is a geopolitical, strategic thing to be friends with them. Sure. Um, but a lot of like the American, like evangelical Christian right, legitimately believe that, like, like we need to keep Israel because eventually when Jesus comes back, we need to like own oh yeah, it's wild shit. Yeah, and and they're motivated by that to the point where, you know, you, like you said, you can't even peep about Israel, even in the most, even in the most, right. uh, you know, kind terms. You can't say anything bad about Israel, right? Otherwise, like you'll get fucking attacked as anti-Semitic. It, it, it's crazy. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, and there's always like defenses, no matter right, what you say. It's it's crazy. That was also one of the, um, I think during the 2020 campaign, I think it was. Even Bernie Sanders, who is Jewish himself, was painted as anti-Semitic for oh yeah, saying the truth. You know, yeah, saying he refused to uh, to buy into it. Right. Um, yeah. For the record, most of the, again, most of the UN does not buy into a lot of it. Right. So anyway, so that's Iron Dome. It was it was a big controversy. So I, it's a missile defense system, basically. It is a missile defense system, and we are it's a rocket defense system. Or anything. Mm. Israel made it. We're paying money to defend to to keep it up. Um, now I do know that the funding did go through. Wait, so we're we're paying money to build their infrastructure? Yeah, what about no, ours? Yeah, no, we don't give a shit. <laughs> we don't. What about ours? Yeah, no. Like Please. again, it's ridiculous. Please, I can't afford to buy new tires. Just, just give me. Pave over those potholes, please. <laughs> We'd rather make new ones by bombing people. You the know, last pothole I went over was the Grand Canyon. I had to, I had to yeah. actually set up like a ramp beforehand to go over it. Um. The only reason I even attempted that was because I have health insurance, unlike most evil people here. Did jump the Grand Canyon? I think so. Or did he try? Was that on a bike? I think so. I, know. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think all he did was on a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. That came out of nowhere. Famous thing about <laughs> Evil Knievel, uh, he would just eyeball it. He was just eyeballing. He never did math. He, didn't do like the... he never did math where it's like, all right, my bike weighs this much. I have to go this speed. Right. He was this just is eye... the slope, the incline. Yeah, the, yeah. He the would friction. just eyeball it and go, I bet I can make it. The coefficient of static. Yeah, friction. yeah. He's like, I know how fast I'm going. Right. I think I can go that far. <laughs> so that's evil Knievel for you. Hey. That's a, that's a good spot that, to end. The most American. That's the most American way, yeah. Is evil Knievel. Yeah. There you go. All right, folks. I think that was a uh, a well-informed episode. Right. We talked about a lot of things. Um, as long as the uh, U.S. continues to provide us with a shit show, we have content to talk about. Yeah, so keep going. Hey, that, that's just capitalism for you. We are financially incentivized to keep things the way they are so that we can keep you guys listening to us. Thank All right, you. folks. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Said to you, why did you do it? Touch the glass, I feel you through it. Against the wall with the bracelet on. You look bizarre in the apricot. You think that your space goes. You want it goes to cold. Fuck that shit.